Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie show. I am your host, Dougie Almeida. Welcome to the show. We have a great show today. A couple of my good friends in comedy and World Series of Comedy, not only alumni, but we have this year's winner who happens to be my good friend. We're going to share some stories about. So uh, let's just do it. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, the World Series of Comedy main event winner, Mr. John Wynn, an often contestant, never big time winner, Jim Barnes, what's up, fellas? Hey, it's great. <laughs> right? How you doing, Doug? Yeah. Way to rub it in, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> listen, um, you know, I've been in the World Series of Comedy many years. I, I think I've, I think I joke, Jim and I go back to the World Series of Comedy six, seven years, whatever. And Jim was always that guy, like, oh, fuck, he's on my show. You know what I mean? It's right. like he was like, you know, early in these things. He's like, oh, fucking Jim's on our show. God damn it. Okay, there's two spots. You know, it's one of those things. And that's what's funny about those lineups. When you guys look at the lineup, for the, now just real quick for the listeners and the watchers, World Series of Comedy, comedy contest spreads all over the country to various comedy clubs where there's satellites you can win and shit. And the main event cultivates in, in Vegas, yeah, 101 comics. And uh, and uh, you basically go up and you're free, unless you're a, Unless you're the newer comics go into a wild card round, 15 people doing five minutes. Good luck in that fucking show. Uh, but the other rounds are basically nine, eight or nine comics doing seven minutes. Uh, and uh, so that's the thing. You get that and you're like, all right, what do I do? Uh, do I do my funniest jokes? Do I do this? Do I do that? What, what the fuck you wanted, John? What do you think you've mastered in this fucking game uh, of yeah, the World man, Series? Of thank Con- you. What would you? What do you think you got? Because you, you were in the top three once. Yeah. You were, I, I yeah. think so. I've done it a lot too, right? I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I've done it many years. I it was always kind of like a, a scratch. I always wanted to, to itch, itch, a scr- itch. I wanted to scratch something like that. Right. And uh, I think this year, the, the biggest thing I did, man, for me, right. There's a part of you, I think whenever you're doing comedy, right. You're like, I just want to do the jokes that I also like, right. The jokes that I, you know, so for me, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, can be a little bit dirty and kind of like, you know, uh, you know, kind of, kind of a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a little raunchy, a little bit, mm-hmm. nothing too aggressive, but try to, you know, but I think th- this, uh, year I really focused on, cause I, I noticed this was a new thing that they, they probably had the most judges, I think per show that, that I've probably been a part of. So you knew there were going to be a, a wide variety of, of tastes and differences. Yeah. So I tried to keep it a little bit on the cleaner side. You know, I, I used to do a lot of jokes. I, I was like, it's more feeling, uh, feeding my ego of like, hey man, I want to do this dirty joke. I want to show them how clever my joke writing right. is. And then sometimes it would kind of, you know, might get a groan or it might split the room. And I think this time I kind of was like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So I kind of tried to focus on just uh, trying to be a little bit cleaner on some of the sets. So that yeah. was my my yeah. that was my new that was my new approach to this particular uh, uh, season or year. What, well, obviously it worked. Uh, Jim, what kind of loser uh, mentality notes do you think we could share uh, with everybody? Well, I'll tell you what I always uh, admire in John's sets. We've done quite a few of these together. Is um, He's got la- laughs per minute. Not that that's, you know, everybody talks about whether it's important or not. I just noticed 
John's jokes um, aren't just the joke. There's quite a few tags, which are getting big hits. And, you know, his, his stuff is well delivered and he's comfortable on all the, all the hits, all the, all the check marks. But especially when you open, man, it's like, you know, I think you're opening a couple of the openers. I usually see two or three tags right on it. You know, I struggle with that because all my jokes are 21 seconds, you know, it's like, come on. Right. And look, it's little. So um, I, I, I do. That's a good. Um, I'm influenced by that. And and I've changed that in my stuff. I have some sections where they go real quick. And but John's great at that. A lot of jokes. So when yeah. he gets on stage with the other contestants, a uh, lot of laughs at John's set and great writing. So, yeah, uh, that's Thanks, spoken like the loser. <laughs> yeah um that's funny uh yeah i mean it, you know it, it it is weird and um uh i think the clean thing is definitely a, a good thing and that is without a doubt if any comic needs to understand if you want to get a broad base of work and if you want it at this point you really have to and you know and 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 you're right and i i got okay with that until a little bit and i was like ah eh, you know i had a couple jokes that are a little more edgier that i liked uh, to tell, but, uh, but nevertheless, uh, it's a fun experience. You know, I, I made the top six once a top 12, whatever once and all that kind of shit. And the, either way, it's a, it's like summer camp for us. Yeah. The, it's uh, a great world. hang, man. It, it was, it was really, I hadn't seen Doug and man, it had to be at least three, three years. Cause I, you know, I hadn't right. done it the last few years and I didn't do any satellites or anything like that. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know when last time I saw you, Doug, I don't know if I was in Florida or not, but man, it was, it was great to hang with you. And I just think, I mean, contests all are so subjective. They're, I mean, it doesn't, you know, in the end of, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. happy I won. I put in lots of years in it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's not the end all be all of anybody's career or anything like that either. It's not going to make or break. I mean, it definitely helps and opens doors, looks great on a resume. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I, I have it uh, under my belt. But I think at the same time, I mean, contests are so subjective and, and you don't know the, the, the mood of one particular yeah. uh, comic, the mood of the audience, the mood of the judges, it, anything could shift that just a little bit. And so I just happened to get pretty lucky and, uh, you know, was just kind of uh, was fortunate. You know what I mean? So it could happen. Yeah. It could be anybody's I, year. You know, I, I look I, I look at that that World Series comedy season every year. This year, especially, I did like two different things like the satellites for me are all about networking i met both you guys you know over the years i met so many great people and you get to be funny in front of the booker usually that's what it's about but about but i mean i sabotage every freaking satellite set by doing stuff i want to do i traveled all this way i'm gonna have fun when it comes to the main event i buckle down i get serious i work on my greatest hits my new stuff that works and really deliver so it's like main event is time to you know it's the freaking contest but um and and then you're like you said with all those judges the farther you move up uh in the week the higher chances are is it's just an opportunity to have a great set in front of people that matter right yeah absolutely uh, yeah but the traveling around, traveling around for me during the year is meeting people hanging having fun and having fun on stage was more important to me this year than anything at the satellites and at the main event it's a little different focus you know, speaking of that, by the way, speaking of decision satellites, I recall a satellite. I think it may have been a main event, uh, uh, Jim, that uh, you uh, you thought you were thinking with your dick. And I think you uh, flew home or something. Oh and then God. you uh, you then you had a hard yeah, time getting that was my back. Year. You had a... That was my year. It wasn't I was thinking with my heart. Dougie. 
<laughs> so yeah, quick story. We're in where I don't know where we were. St. Louis. It's a Kansas City. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. So I I I met this woman uh, online. We've been talking. Blah blah blah. Uh, my show's Thursday. I killed it, and I go. I'm flying to Michigan. So I flew to Michigan. I tell everybody, don't worry, I'll be back for the, uh, you know, then the semis and everything was on the same night, right? It was on Friday or whatever. So I flew there, had a great night, did a thing, woke up in the, and my phone's going off all night. Phone, and I'm ignoring it because I'm a gentleman. I'm ignoring the phone. I wake up in the morning, there's a thousand messages from American Airlines, all flights canceled. They've been trying to rebook me all, all <laughs> night. And so I, I get up. Long story short, uh, I, I, I screw that. I did a whole different airline. Instead of going through Chicago where it was canceled, I went through Minneapolis and I was going to make it within 20 minutes. I called Jason and Joe, uh, the, the president and the vice president of World Series Comedy, said, I've, I will be there in time for my show. I don't need the speech. I'll get there. And, and long story short, running through airports, I mean, I mean, sprinting through airports, got on the last plane as they're shutting the door. I sit down in my seat, the light goes on. I go, I may, I pulled this off. I'm like, I'm going to win. I, there's nothing king of the world. And it backed out 10 feet and stopped. And the guy came <laughs> on this week and said, um, we got to switch planes or fix. It's going to be a few hours. So I had to call. <laughs> I called Jason. Said, hey, I yeah. take it. And I walked in, the show started at seven. I walked in at seven 30 and watched it. And, uh, that was, was your year, buddy. Was that was the year. The, was that was the year you were supposed to do it. But John and uh, I were in the Jimmy. semis, or whatever it was. Yeah. John and I were in the yeah, second man. round. Me, yeah. Me, you, Jose Raymond, and Mike Paramore, or something like. And I got second. Yeah. I don't know, fucking. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I felt it was, bad. It was. It was uh, yeah. It was wild, man. I mean, I guess the gym. I mean, it was a casino, yeah. man. I think there are prostitutes there in the casino. So that's what I I'm trying to tell Doug. It was taken away. Yeah, no, I met some sweet little thing that's northern part of the country that I was like, sure. yeah, yeah, it was all about. It's all about the dick, man. It was all, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, I, I just, you know, I just, I just wonder if the person who ended up getting through, I don't remember who that was that time in your place. Dale Demont. Uh, was it no? Dale, was it um, no? It wasn't Dale. It was. Um, was it the woman uh, from California? Oh no, it's um, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda got my Cohen. spot. Yeah. And I've taken her spot. She's taken my spots. My first ever time making the semifinals was because someone couldn't couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. So I paid it forward and forward. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, congratulations. Um, you know, it just and then the story know. is I walked by the time I got there and I was seven o'clock show. Some some version of that story blew up so big. I got more attention, more bookings than if I would have made the show. That's funny. Oh, and how wow. great is that? Yeah. yeah. I guess that uh, all of a sudden I was, I, was no, I was not a favorite, <laughs> but by the time I got there, I was the favorite that missed it. So it's yeah. like, that worked. That worked all right. Yeah. You're walking, walking in like a rock star with the, the smell <laughs> yeah. of coochie on his dick. Um, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, that was great. And, you know, I was surprised John won because John used to be this lovable, chubby guy who I would relate to. <laughs> And now he comes in looking like fucking George Clooney from Korea. And, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, and I thought, okay, he's still fucking funny, even though he lost weight. Um, it was congr congratulations on that. Okay. Yeah, so that was, that. that was a fun, 
thing down memory lane. And, you know, John and I, by the way, John, let me tell you as a friend, I love John because we've known each other. We've been through a lot. Uh, John and I, with several, one World Series of Comedy, we were at, at Caesar's Palace uh, Buffet, and we met Johnny Jr. We, I swear to God, we saw his doppelganger, me, Gene Harding, uh, some Na- Nandu, Nandu, uh, Nandu and, uh, I'm yeah. trying to remember who else was with us, and we I saw a little it. John. At, yes, and uh, that was funny. Then John and I, here's the thing about John. I, I may have had COVID on Friday or whatever day it was <laughs> um, when we were in Vegas, and you know, I'm, I'm, I didn't feel good. I canceled everything. And, and John, you know, he's got to do his own shit. We, he decides to go to, with me to the, to the, uh, to, to a buffet. We have to go back to a buffet and I'm wearing a mask and I'm coughing all over the place. And John's just chatting a lot, talking, drinking in all the air. So God bless him for not worrying about getting COVID, um, with me. All right. So, so let's get to a, let me ask you, uh, first of all, um, let me ask you both, uh, 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 if, uh, the Russians are talking about a dirty bomb, um, how would, how can you guys make dirty bomb funny? Oh, boy. Jim, Jim, your, your diaper. Okay. Well, so I knew that question was coming. So I Googled dirty bomb. Yeah. I found a couple things. One, there's never been one. There's never been one. There's mm-hmm. never been a successful one. Supposedly some that didn't detonate. So that's funny. You could just fake a dirty bomb. And then second, if one does go off. I'm now on the list of people that Googled dirty bomb. <laughs> He's a so that's, because of you, Doug, I'm, some, I'm on a watch list now. We're, yeah, we're going to show up on some January 6th hearing. Right. <laughs> with two comics that lost at the World Series yeah. of Comedy. Jim was on a plane. He was Googling, Googling dirty bomb the day before. He's on a plane. News, now he's got a dirty right bomb now. going on. He's running through airports. Uh, yeah. We got all the evidence we need. That's funny. Right. Uh, John? You know, I, I really don't even know what a dirty bomb is. I'm assuming it's bad. Uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but. Uh, Two bad words. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just assume, you know, whenever I go to open mics, I, that's all I see are mostly just dirty bombs. There's like a lot of cursing, a lot of just bombing and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know how it would make it funny, man. It, it does sound pretty scary, I guess, but. You know, I don't know. I thought I thought my diaper joke for Jim was pretty funny. I thought that was a good one. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it is a hey, man. The, any idea, any idea of that term sounds, sounds bad. You know, it's just it's just a weird word, like a combination of words. Dirty yeah. bomb. You know what I mean? Is there, it's is not there like a bomb. bomb? Well, so, I was going to say, it's like bomb? a bomb yeah. blows up and the, the bed's made. You know, there's dust off the fucking <laughs> the fan. You know, what's a clean bomb? Um <laughs> My mother was a clean bomb. Yeah, she said she'd clean everything. Well, uh, supposedly right. it's a regular bomb, but they put like uranium, plutonium in it. And I think, and there's never been a successful one. I think people are just getting hired to make one, pocketing the yeah. uranium, got, plutonium it's, stuff. It's got like radiation. Right? It's got radi- radioactive yeah, yeah. materials in it. Is that the idea? Regular bomb, but then yeah, but it's never been. Yeah, it's, it's never been done. But you know, yeah, it's, it's, the week is young. Happened by the it's week. basically okay. not Got a it. nuclear bomb with a massive explosion, the heat it's that small. spreads throughout the world and fries it's people. It's a baby, to... it's a baby nuclear bomb essentially. Ba- Pe- people, little... people in that, people in the surrounding area of a regular nuclear bomb lose as much weight as you did in the last eight nine months, uh, <laughs> a lot faster. Number one, and uh, but a dirty bomb, as Jim mentioned, it is basically a bomb that explodes a, a, an ordinant in a sense, a, a ordinant that has dirty material of uranium and, and shit oh, wow. that spreads and. Actually, you know, people are walking around watching their skin melt. Um, oh, man. Much like most of the people in Florida. 
uh, in the summer. Um, <laughs> why'd I leave? Why'd I leave Florida? Um, all right. If you had a superpower, uh, Mr. Winner, the, the yeah. Mr. John Wynn, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Man, this was a good question because I, 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 I debated between two. Um, I always, I always love the idea of flying because I, I live in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, the traffic. I just think it would be so dope to just jump over that. And I don't know if I'd fly fast or not, but flying has always been one. And then, of course, the, 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 the guy who stretches and makes things longer, you know, oh, just yeah. does, you know, why not? <laughs> and we all know it's the Asian man would want to stretch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I was thinking, th- real quick, I think about the flying thing, right? And I think, okay, that'd be great because I, who wouldn't want to fly? I've had dreams of flying. But then you yeah. realize with, with weather, like, let's say I go out and I'm wearing the shirt and the hat. I probably couldn't wear the hat when I went flying, but I, you know, I'd probably take it off. And then next thing you know, you're in a thunderstorm. You know, I don't know how well my body would handle a fucking thunderstorm. I'd have, you know what I mean? Flying. So I thought you're allowed to flying, land. You're allowed to land. You're allowed okay. to land and walk in a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. You fly under a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not into it. Uh, But that's why teleportation to me would be great. Oh, good. Wow. No flight. No more flights. No more airplane flights. Uh, Yeah. Just get there. You could have used that, huh, Jim? You could have used that that night at the (laughs) semifinals. Hey, man, I'm getting. And the stretchy thing. Trying to get over it still. <laughs> I bet he. Do you? St- I, I, that's one of the question I want to ask you. Do you still think about it? Does well, it still come up in your foot? Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's, it's, we 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 know we know why you missed it. It was well worth it. It worked out for you, buddy. Uh, by the way, whatever happened to this young this young lady? Whatever happened to her? I got. Uh, I'm losing the connection. I got to go. All right. Let's move on. By the way, Jim, what would be your what's your superpower? What would you want to do? My first one I thought was flying. Right. Then I read it different, like what would be, like if you didn't have to choose one, I go, I, so so it was interesting that first flying, you had stretching, I had shape-shifting, right? Wouldn't that be good to like to become, then you could still be creative, still make it funny. Hey, look, I'm a coffee table, you know, just like become something else, but I can't even do impressions, so. I, th- I think that's uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? I think. Uh... <laughs> shape-shifting? Yeah, well, yeah, right. I mean, in some way, but you could shape shift, but both. I mean, you could shape shift back. Oh, so you I would see. like you would like to be a wonder twin, like a shape of a, oh, right. a water buffalo, right? Um, yeah, that's pretty like, cool. Turn into anything. You could, you know, it's like being invisible, but you're actually you are something. You're in the room, but you're the dog. Yeah. You're the couch. Yeah, because like, invisible is a like good it. one too. Most people thought something to think about being invisible, which I think would be right. You know, I, I, I'm so fat, though, I wouldn't be. People would still hear me. People would be like, what the I fuck need is in this room? There's not one of us that doesn't need more attention than that, Doug. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can you we'll imagine be being the first movie. invisible comic? Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe um, me. All right, moving on. I've been on, I've been on shows where no one, yeah, it, it was like I didn't exist. It's totally cool. I get it, man. <laughs> totally bomb. <laughs> Terrible. All right, next uh, question. Let me ask you, uh, Dr. Fauci, good guy or bad guy? What do you guys think? Mm, tough, man, because good. like, I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't, it's a, one of those things, right? Like, it's like the last few years, not great. You know what I mean? Not great, but he's put in a lot of years where 
I, you know, never heard of the guy before. You know what I mean? He must have done something, right? He was under so many years, different presidents. 50 years in. Yeah. 50 years yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, he was 80 years different old, administration. killing it. This, this goes by one name. This whole like thing. Elvis, yeah. But this this last whole thing was just, it was just all around the scientists, the mm. news, the government. It was just all around bad, man. I mean, and even, even you know, even we had a new administration the first, again, the first year or whatever, last year, you know what I mean? It's still the same. It's this, it, it, it was just this amazing, which is scary, man. Like who, who can, it's all about who controls information. I mean, that, that's right. the scary yeah. thing to me. Who controls the information? Because like even now, there's a lawsuit with the, the big tech and, and the government, like, I mean, deciding what was said or not. And, and then it's also this new world where everybody feels like they have an opinion and they can just jump in. But then how do you choose what's the right piece of information? Yeah. What's the, you know, what's the science information? What's the, you know, and it's just, and this was just so challenging, man. But I think, you know, I mean, anytime anything is extreme, I think is bad either way. I mean, yeah. like locking yeah. down for two years, not good, you know, lock, lock, yeah. you know, and, but, but walking around breathing on people I get too. I mean, so, you know, it's a, it's a, it was a tough thing, but at the same time, it was just like the information from the government, and it was just, and it just yeah. bad. It was all weird, man. It is scary. It's scary though, right? What happens in a disaster, right? What happens in the next right. disaster, yeah. you know? But so I, I wouldn't say, I'm, I wouldn't say purely bad guy, but I would just definitely say, man, why did he say certain things and then backtrack? I mean, that doesn't make sense. Just give us the facts. Not, maybe not bad guy, more like bad actor. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I'm, so I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from his point of view. Fifty years in a government job, and then right before you go out, you're famous, right? It's like he's 82 years old. He's fit. He goes by one name, like Elvis. You know, everybody knows who Fauci is. <laughs> he could have retired and just been. No one knew. I'm 50 years in this friggin' job, and no one cares, and no one remembers me. So he's got that. But you know, isn't that how you want to go out? You want to go out where you can write a book. Oh, he's got, and, you know what I mean? That's 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 oh, the other will, side oh to God. it, right? Like, I mean, he didn't make any didn't make any real money until you know last three years, and now he can make, write a book. He could probably be a yeah, movie yeah. made about him or something. Who knows, right. man? You know. Well, he well he completely failed at TV. He did not come over well on TV. He's not really doing a lot of those appearances anymore. And uh, his day is, uh, you know, the, the final word on Fauci is is still out is still out there to be determined um uh one way or the other but you know I, I one thing i would definitely agree with you john is in times of crisis it's hard for me to criticize those on the front line <clears throat> you know you know and i felt that way about trump you know dealing with the pandemic i you know overly criticized i don't like when people on the armchair that not in the you know especially as a fighter as always as a fighter people always say oh you know if i was fighting no if you were fighting you probably got you were probably to close 90 percent of people get into a fight close their eyes at the first punch so let's, let's just put that in perspective when it comes to tough guy mentalities and handling things. So, you know, so when it comes in times of crisis, I'm, I'm not the first to criticize or be the one to criticize those on the front lines of the crisis. So giving him that. But then when the when everything kind of like he, he lost me when he said he's science, that was it for me. That's when he became a bad guy to me. That's when he started making excuses uh, and moving on. Um, uh, the same thing about Bill Gates and. Uh, Real quick, I, I mean, Bill Gates, good guy, bad guy. Boy, that's a tough one, man. Because I, I, I think he has a charity that gives a lot of money. But, I mean, it is, I mean, it, it is amazing. Like, just, I mean, at, at, there's two sides to it, right? Here's a guy who started probably out of his garage, started a company out of his garage, right? And so uh, you got to go like, hey, man, 
The guy put in his time, put in his work, he developed something. He was, you know, technologically advanced. He figured out how to create right. a business from this. But then, I mean, then it comes down to like, man, do you, should there be regulatory, you know, how much regulation? It, it, so, so, I, so I teach a film class, right? It's, it's very similar to like film, right? When film first started, there's no regulation. You do whatever you want. I mean, you know, 50 years ago, do, do, do we know we're going to have all have computers and be joined by it and have a network? And you know, no one knows, right? We don't know. And what, what you could put on this network and this, this, it's the Wild West, essentially, right? The right. internet is still the Wild West. There's no regulation. As much as we believe censorship and, but there, there's really, you could, you could, you can find whatever you want to find on the internet somehow. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, so, so, uh, so it's, it's tough. So again, I, I don't know, man, I want to say good guy, bad guy. Cause I feel like, Hey man, here's a guy who, who worked hard. Probably he has, a, he does have a charitable, uh, uh, thing. The thing with me is I don't really know that much, but I, I don't really hear about him in the news. Is that bad? I mean, all, all I read is that when, you know, like the whole Epstein thing and like you know, the, the, the divorce, by the way, his, let me, you know, let me wife. just make a quick, let me just, let me just make a quick uh, observation. Jim, you'd mentioned something about John's comedy where he's definitely laughs per minute. He definitely doesn't have the laugh per minute when it comes to explaining good guy, bad guy. Um, <laughs> He's talking uh, like guy. a winner. He has a reputation now. I haven't won yet. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I'm playing it safe, guys. I'm playing it safe. You guys are going to lose your jobs. With, but... with club bookers going, oh, cancel. Get rid of. Hold, hold on. I'm, I'm playing it safe. I'm playing it safe. It's somebody I'm, I'm else. It's somebody else. Yeah. I got that black bar over my face. Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> yeah, unknown, so unknown, unknown how, podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Gates, Fauci, and John Wynn both all of a sudden are in the limelight. Hey, we're all yeah. great How's guys. We're all great guys. Yeah, they got they John Wynn of of Doctor Fauci and and uh, and uh, uh, Bill, Bill Gates. Gates are all have front seats in the the modern day arc that's going to leave this earth when the asteroid hits. <laughs> It's those three. It. Yeah. I love it. I'll take it. Yeah, you're on the boat, man. Um, right. All right. Well, this this might be an answer for for Jim already. But what bad decision did you make, and what did you learn from it? Um, man, you know what? I think I'm in denial, which I fucking love being in denial. I don't remember too many bad. A lot. I constant bad decisions, but they're nothing with repercussions. Really, they're a little. And what I did learn is the big ones don't ever bring up again, especially in a setting like this, because if you got out of them, <laughs> just let, let it die. If you yeah. made it through, yeah. If you if you made some bad decisions that could have went bad but didn't, don't bring it up on a podcast. Yeah, the truth. Yeah, so all my, yeah, I, I make mistakes all the time, but I got no one to answer. I, I don't know if this would come up. So I'm older than you guys, you know. I have no, my parents are gone. I don't have a boss. I don't have a wife. I have no one to answer to. So I make bad decisions all the time and there's no <laughs> consequence i just there's no one watching i go home everything's fine we gotta we gotta find we gotta find jim a a, a, a chaperone uh, otherwise yeah. it's just gonna end up falling off a bridge uh john <laughs> boy this is this is a good one i mean i like i like this question a lot because uh <clears throat> um i mean yeah i've made some bad mistakes and i i have one in particular that was really bad. I mean, I, I went and did an audition, unfortunately, and and and, and it uh, my my feet got filmed, mm. and uh, it was it was it was a very it was a very it was a bad situation. But I feel like I could get a really good bit out of it. And I, I the only thing that I regret about it is that it turns out this person is like you know they do it over and over and over again. 
and that club still booked this person, which which is unfortunate because you see a lot of these clubs, they, they claim to be like super, you know, very progressive and like very, you know, woke, woke and we won't, we, we won't have these, they make it a big deal to be like, hey, we, we you know, we support uh, you know, we don't, we don't want predators at our, uh, at our clubs. It's, and, it's, it's yeah. one thing so if anyway. something happens to, it's one thing, John, if something happens to a woman, like a fragile person, but when something happens to an Asian man in his feet, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it, it's right. Who cares? It's supposed to be funny. That's why I got to get a bit out of it. If I don't get a bit out of this, this is not good. And so yeah. I got to get something out of it. So definitely I've learned my lesson. Don't, don't, uh, don't trust any comic. That's so I, I, we're, we're, the fact that I'm doing this right now is you're really, you're, you're very fortunate. Yeah. Oh, by the way, surprise. <laughs> Here's a picture of John's feet. I've been filming your feet this whole time. <laughs> I got like four pairs of socks on guys. So to the... I don't even see your I'm face. Ready. Ben set this up. Yeah, Focus exactly. Down. I'm ready. I got, I, well, I got all these no, socks on. I'm ready, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's awesome. Great way to put that fucking story, by the way. Um, yeah, uh, mine simply was uh, I, I didn't go to major colleges with soccer scholarships just because of a woman uh, that lived in Florida and I didn't want to go that far. So I would regret so that. You stayed in Florida. To, you, what, 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 like, give an example of a college that tried to recruit you. Uh, Indiana University, uh, Appalachian State. Uh, Northeastern. These were full uh, ride, full ride. Uh, some have some, some have some, you know, some, some money there, some grants and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I was like, that pussy's just too good. You can't go that far. Um, and, you know, and then of course I met other pussy and went, ah, that pussy wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, you know, Jim knows. So, um, all right. Uh, question in, in lieu of, uh, James oh. Corden, um, uh, oh, this this is a great question. Uh, have you ever been punched, or have you ever punched anyone, Jim? So, only time I've been punched was in boxing gloves, right? And it was just as a kid, where we, you know, YMCA, we had boxing, and that was great. But I went through a, about a year where I was punching people. You know what I mean? And that's just what I, you know, not many, like three. And one was I remember this fight, and I remember this. This one, we're going, oh, I shouldn't have punched him that quickly. But that was the only time in my life, like uh, 13 years old. And it might have been a little earlier than that where we were at the YMCA doing the boxing. So maybe it was a carryover. But um, no. So I punched, I've thought a few people, I've thought a bit about punching people because one was a friend, one was a, I was the hero, and one was I shouldn't have done. But getting punched, no. Other than 12 years old with boxing gloves. Oh, that's what Jim needs, a good fucking punch. Right? <laughs> hey, but I'm a comedian. It could happen soon. Yeah. How about right. how about Ariel, that comedian, I don't know if you ever, I met her, Ariel, who got the beer can thrown at her. She was on Jimmy Kimmel on Monday hard. night. Yeah, that thing was, that was, that was great. I mean, what an opportunity, you know, when things like that happen. Yeah, she handled it. She handled it really well. She handled it really well. I mean, that was, yeah. She could have gotten really mad just picking up the beer and drinking it was smart. Yeah, smart thing that, was, that, that was great. Hopefully that the guy doesn't smart. have herpes and shit, you know. Uh, you know <laughs> That's the you only know, negative, right? <laughs> he just got done eating his girl's ass, um, you know, because that's what they do. Um, yeah, I guess so much, so much for this being on Disney Channel this week. Um, all right. Uh, John, you've been punched? You've been... Yeah, you know, I, I have an older brother. He's about seven years older than me. So just growing up, we had disputes. And then, and, and then you know, my 20s, we, we had a couple of, you know, like fight, you know, you know blowout fights. So 
Um, but uh, you know, he's my brother. I love him. But yeah, you know, you you just get those moments where you're kind of like, oh, I I'm not the little kid anymore. I can I'm actually bigger than you, right? So I can you know fight back a little yeah. bit. So it's kind of like a it's a lot of pent up rage, I guess that you know. But uh, but yeah, so for sure, we definitely uh, went at it and threw punches and stuff like that. And so I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's, you know, any kind of classical formal fighting, you know what I mean? But we, you know, you just go out and you're swinging, taking ma massive swings. Too bad you guys didn't record yeah. that because you'd be like, you'd both be like, I win, me win, you win. <laughs> you're fucking fighting your brother. That's great. Jim? And I read that question as, I took that question as in the face or head too. Being punched elsewhere, yeah. But I always think we get punched, you always picture... Uh, face punch right or head punch well yeah th and that's a great point as as, a, as somebody who would want to make a point and it was in martial because you mentioned bro i had three older brothers you know so that we were all in martial arts all you know bruce lee movies and oh, shit wow. and we all trained and stuff and <clears throat> there was a day yeah you know, of all my brothers i was the biggest eventually i reached that point in my teens where they were messing with me and i hit my brother one time and he looked at me like oh shit <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> my days of pushing around dougie are over um Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've been punched and punched many people many times. That's why my neck uh, is fucked up. Um, but you're you're a, you were a fighter, so that had you yeah. know, that. I mean, just even formally, you've done a lot of punching and yes, getting punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah crazy was, man. Yeah, and but I like when you get into with somebody, it's always good to punch them right in the chest. You know, it, it takes the wind out. They get they get a real good understanding. It's like a stun gun in Star Trek. You know, you just fucking pop, yeah. and, oof. You know, oh. oh, I don't know if I want to get hit again. Uh, let's maybe we'll maybe we'll be nice. Be nice as as a uh, as a uh, what's his name said in Roadhouse. All right. Um, in lieu of uh, this is a quick question because we're going to roll the shore. Have you been banned from a, a kicked out of a restaurant in, in lieu of James Corden being kicked out of that New York restaurant? Have you ever been kicked out of a oh, bar yeah. or restaurant? You ever been unruly? I, I've I never have. I never have. I I pretty much play ball, man. So I mean, uh, I did I did. I vomited profusely on a New Year's Eve at the comedy store. I, I think I was in the bathroom for like, I just locked myself in there. I, I was like, I think I passed out and woke up on the floor and just was vomiting. And I vomited like maybe two feet away from like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was watching me puke uh, in the corner. <laughs> but I've never, That's I didn't get kicked out though, but it was not good. That's a credit. Yeah, that's I, I'm, believe me, I'm using it. It goes right under World Series of Comedy. Vomited two feet away from Joe Rogan. That's perfect. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Let's. I'm going to skip through one of these two. But uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Kanye West uh, in our new segment. Did you hear? Uh, Kanye West says Quentin Tarantino uh, ripped off the Django movie, uh, and it was his idea. Do you believe him? Uh, I, I'm just man, surprised. I, I go, ahead, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. I'm just surprised. Jim, whoever whoever wrote that article probably got fired because that's what they picked that Kanye said this week, right? Out <laughs> of all the things, like, how'd they come up? Like dig up something new? <laughs> I guess was the was the uh, the assignment because that's the that's the lightest weight thing he said in the last month. But no, I don't believe it because it was Kanye October 2022. We will look back on it as a uh, as as a a snapshot of his 
Weiss. Yeah, he, he basically said the idea of Django, I pitched to actor Jamie Foxx and Quentin Tarantino as a video for Gold Digger, which was one of his, his songs. Um, yeah, there's so much things. Going, he's, he's, I think Adidas finally has severed his relationship with them. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing to watch somebody self-destruct. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. So so quick too, right? I mean, just, I mean, I I wonder. I really do wonder if this dude, like, you know, requires like a little bit of medication or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's just off. Maybe he's off his meds or something. Like, I mean, I don't want to, you know, make it seem like I'm, you know, you know, kind of shaming any pop part of the population. But I mean, I feel like, man, he and the fact that he he must have management for somebody, right? Kind of like yeah well booking him on these shows right i mean there's got to be some other person that's kind of intermediary that kind of i mean surely they're like hey you know maybe we'll just take a break you know we'll just hang out the house and just swim at the pool for a couple of days and just chill chill jenga i mean yeah (laughs) yeah it's crazy man yeah we're hoping we're hoping it's a strategy to be controversial you know and and started with what the taylor swift thing and you know he's never it's it's always helped him rise in the spotlight when he's done this stuff but this was over the edge and we're hoping it was just a, a bad strategy decision and not something going on mentally yeah. that's we're gonna spiral even farther yeah all all white lives matter and then of course the anti-semitic comments um were definitely that uh oh i, I apologize too ben i did skip but uh yeah, I'm skipping that story about the, these people that did fucked up things. You know, like, for example, uh, Lindsay Lohan was banned from a hotel for not paying her $46,350 bill. And who doesn't have a bill like that? Um, wow. Yeah, because right. we're worried about James Corbin, you know. Um, Ruby Rose. Got... Yeah, yeah exactly. Marmo, only three people, three people can't go back there. I read the article. Or her, Brittany, because she smeared food all over her face, and then John Belushi three people that bad was it over was it over when the germans put food all over their face (laughs) god i miss john belushi um yeah oh my god you see a picture of madonna it's like uh martin lawrence was uh, rumored to be banned from snl after going off script in his monologue where he shared his opinions of women's hygiene and genitalia um, yeah yeah I, I remember watching that and then they never rerun it they never showed it again <laughs> it's never on again <laughs> <laughs> jamie fox was kicked out of a restaurant in west hollywood after he attacked another customer hmm. uh, maybe the, it was uh, kanye but, yeah no you read that article and i think pitching the story it's pretty big he his entourage was attacked by another one another one said something to him mm. like i'm from new york you don't care me Jamie's entourage says, we're from Oakland, and it was on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember being at Nikki Beach in South Beach, and me and my buddies, who happened at the time to be drug smugglers and gun runners, um, there was like a P. Diddy Diddy and his crew were there, and and my buddy from Sweden, there's like a table in the middle between the tents and everything where people just getting food, and uh, P. Diddy grabs a bun, and uh, my buddy Rick goes, those buns aren't so puff daddy. <laughs> and it started a fight, and uh, it was, it oh, was uh, memorable. Um, <clears throat> I try to keep that out of the, uh, the news. Uh, Russian mothers are turning debate f- uh, deadbeat fathers over to Putin. Can you imagine? <laughs> this is fucking great. Oh no, you don't pay your child support. <laughs> You're going uh, to Ukraine. Uh, wow, ruthless. Uh, Jim, yeah, have you ever dated a man. 
Yeah, that's right. How fucking like ruthless. Like, oh, you, I got you now. Jim, have you ever that, dated that a Russian woman? That would definitely probably that would probably stop a lot of deadbeat dads, though, right? I mean, like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna you have to enlist and go to war. <laughs> you're well, like, well, listen, I was married to this lady. That sounds way better than uh, I'll, I'll go to war. That sounds okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was just thinking. I don't know if it's a good idea. She sends them off, then she's never gonna get paid. Uh, right, you know, she's gonna well, be dead. Hey, Jim, have you ever dated a Russian woman? No, but it's, you know, the, if they go to my website, there's an email. There's a sign. <laughs> I do. I do respond to all emails. Google Translate. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, the last thing did you hear? Uh, the Mississippi River is uh, is uh, very shallow. Um a lot of people aren't worried. People talk about Vegas and the shortages of water and the you guys on your end of the uh, country over there in the West Coast. But uh, yeah. barges are bothering him out. And, you know, people worry, you know, wonder, hey, everything's cool where I'm at. But you never know where this shit's going to hit you. Right. Yeah, man, it's scary, yeah. dude. The, the, it's, it is It is weird, right? I don't know. It feels like it does, you know, this drought, it's a drought here. So it's the first time I've, since I've been here, they told us, you know, we can only water our plants like every other day, you know, depending on your mm -hmm. address number, like odd numbers on this day. So it's the first time I've experienced that. So it's kind of, it's scary because then if there's like a, a fire or something like that, then it's like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of intense, man. It's, this is, it's a wild stuff, dude. I don't know how anybody could stay in Vegas. You know, Vegas has some lot of challenges when it comes to that. You know, you watch what's going on there and you're like, fuck it. You're, you're not that far away from a dead, you know, it's already Deadpooled. Uh, you know, it's just amazing, you know, how quickly the mass migration of people, you know, uh, what happens, you know, now with that hurricane, uh, Ian, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that move to Florida. They're going, fuck this. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, right. I'm going to go somewhere in the Midwest and, uh, uh, just stay out of South Carolina. We got enough people here. Uh, we we like our little spot here in Greenville area. All right. Uh, all right. It's time to play Let's Associate. This is a new thing. It's kind of fun. I play uh, armchair uh, psychologist. I'm going to give you guys a word. Uh, let's see. Time-wise, we're good. we got about the, some time to do this. And, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, story, expression, joke, uh, do anything you want with the word. But who wants to go first? Who wants to be first? It's, uh, John wants see. to go first. John, the I'll winner. I'll go first. Sure. Uh, sure. Winner, winner, it. chicken dinner. John Wynn, your Notice first he didn't word. Say it had to be funny. He, did, he said it didn't have to be funny. So that's good. That takes a lot of pressure off. Right. Well, that's your that's what you're going to do. Don't you know? Uh, all right. Your first word, John, is fearless. Oh, boy, boy. What do I think of fearless, man? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think of a movie. There's a great movie that inspired me to go to film school. It's called Fearless. That's that's what hmm. I think of. Started Jeff Bridges about a guy who survives an airplane crash. It's not funny, but it's a great movie, man. If you've never seen it, it's an awesome movie. It's about you know trying to em embracing death, and uh, probably not a good to see it when you just get dumped though, like I did. But but yeah, it's a good movie. So that was part of your inspiration, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, fearless. Uh, all right, you ready for your first word, Jim? Yes. Firework. Was that Katy Perry or Miley? Miley, right? Katy Perry. Um, Katy, Katy Perry, Perry yeah. all right. Why, why do we know yeah. that? That's not good. Uh, Number listen. one, baby. My, <laughs> I have young, my kids are 24 and 27, so a few years ago, you know, yeah, friggin' Katy, Miley. I mean, I'm a believer. All, all those folks. 
And good for you. And yeah, the first thing when I think of firework, I think of Katy Perry's titties. It's just that's just there you go. Yeah, if that was you. So we, you and I have a lot more in common besides being yeah, losers. Just more focused. I was more big picture Katy Perry. <laughs> yeah. and you were yeah. more this area. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was more pervert. I was more perv. <laughs> I was no, more I pervert. Yeah. All right, John, your second. John, your second word is prank. Prank. Oh, uh, that that's what happened with my feet. I think. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what it's supposed to be, but it turned into some other terrible compulsive nightmare. So yeah. I don't I don't know. But yeah, John, First I have thing. to ask you a question. You and I have had this things. At what point during that experience did you look at yourself and go, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what am I fucking doing?" You know, like it had to be. It had to be at least two to three minutes into it. Two, two to three minutes. I mean, after getting all the preamble and what it was and, and all that stuff, I actually believed it. I, you know, I, I believed it. I thought, you know, I was just brand new. I was pretty new to comedy. So, you know, mm -hmm. the person's like, I'm going to take you on the road with me. You're kind of you're excited about that, man. You know what I mean? So I was like, and then uh, it took, yeah, it was a big leap. And then I was like, okay, this seems weird. But so, so I don't know if it was that long after once I started like participating. Right. And then I was like, okay, that's it. I, I was like, out of there. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I know. I should have known better. Believe me. I, I, believe me. I know. That's why, that's why it's my big mistake. Well, like I said to you earlier, I, I never judge those who are on the, the front line of a crisis situation. Uh, you know what I mean? Everybody handles that shit differently. Um, all right, uh, Jim, your second word is poke. Poke, poke salad, Annie. Poke uh, salad, Annie. Yeah, Tony Joe White. Great song. With the, oh, okay. You don't know that song? Oh, man. Nope, Watch the video. Nope. He killed it, dude. The Southern dude with a Stratocaster singing Poke Salad Annie. Probably 71, 72. Wow. Great right. song. One of the all-time greats. You got to look at it. Now check that out. Tony John, your third Tony word. Uh, it, John, your third word is cool. Cool. Oh, that's easy, man. Just me, me dude. I'm just a cool, cool customer, dude. Mm. I just think of myself, dude. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Unless you ask me to audition for a <laughs> TV show. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Every time I think of cool, I think of our, our good friend, Tim Hanlon. Um, He's cool. Yeah, cool dude. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, this is odd. We brought this up. I, I don't know if I'm a bit psychic, but uh, Jim, your, your, third, your yeah. uh, fourth word is prostitute. Dougie, I think of Doug uh, Almeida. Well, he, got, he got poke and prostitute. I got poke and prostitute. Yeah. And Katie Perry. And that prostitute. Um, the fourth word, Viagra. <laughs> fourth word, credit card. Uh, yeah. All right, Cash. prostitute. All those things come to mind. Uh, all right, John, yeah. uh, your fourth word is nudity. Oh boy. First thing, boy. Uh, that's tough. I think that's the thing I would always look for in the TV guide when I was a kid to, to want to watch the movie. Like you, they put the little in, right? Nudity. I'd always think nudity. And then, oh, I mm -hmm. never did. Yeah, when I was a little kid. I, and then I, whenever we'd stay at the, we didn't have cable. We had cable, we didn't have HBO. And we'd go, we'd, we'd house sit sometimes for these people. And then, uh, you know, I, I, they had HBO, so I'd jump on HBO. And of course, it was always like male nudity. They don't they don't differentiate between male or female. They just put nudity, and then you're like, oh, this is a war movie. They were you HBO was progressive. 
you were targeted at a young age, John. You were targeted at a young age. I I, I understand that. I remember <laughs> like you what you just said associated with me. Like, I remember when people started getting cable and you'd have that big dark black cable that'd be hanging from the telephone wires. Yeah. And it would stretch to neighborhood to neighborhood. And you're like, I can't wait to get it. And then you'd get it. And the cable guide would say nudity. And you're like, oh, my God. And then it would say sexual content. And uh, I remember the first movie I saw on HBO, I think it was, that had sexual content was Looking for Mr. Goodbar. Oh, wow. That's what that's what Charles Grodin, right? Is that uh, I'm no, not, I remember it's a, she ends up getting raped and killed at the end because she's got like she's got oh, like man. a sexual thing. And uh and, and yeah, and oh, that was I'm my first. Movie, yeah, yeah. Um, looking for Mr. Goodbar. I'm trying to remember the actress's name. Big, big movie. Um, all right, where Jill, was I at? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, John. Back to John. Uh, predictable. Boy, first word. I first thing I think of predictable. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have one for that one. Predictable. I I, I don't know. I, I think I'm maybe I'm predictable. I'm, I'm I, you know, the, my jokes. I think my jokes are predictable. Mm, no, they're not predictable. <laughs> no, they're, they're unpredictable. When I write them, uh, I think that. But yeah, that's funny. Uh, uh, but not funny enough to continue talking about Jim. Your next <laughs> your next word is uh, is hate is hate is what hate, hate. with an H hate. Uh, I don't, honest to God, I don't think I've ever, I've ever hated anyone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like a waste of time. I'm too self-centered for that bullshit. It's about, that'd be about them, right? Yeah. I need, I need it to be about me. And if yeah. it's about, if I'm hating someone, it's not about me. Like a waste of time. I got, I ain't got that much time left. When I, th- when I think of hate, I think about biting into a popcorn kernel. That hate, I hate that. I hate that. You're yeah. right. Thank I hate you. when you're. I hate when you want more popcorn and you keep pulling up shit that's breaking your teeth. I hate when that shit happens. Um, all right. Uh, and our last word for each, um, John. Pretend. Hmm. Pretend. Boy, that's man. The first thing I can think of. Pretend. Uh, I think for me. Man, I don't know. I, I think I think for me, honestly, when I think of where, like, when you first start stand up, right? It's like a lot of like, you know, it's there's a lot of like that. You know what I mean? Just the networking and then being comfortable who you are on stage. Like first, you kind of you know you fake it till you make it type thing. And yeah, I think yeah, when I think yeah. of pretend, like I used to, you know, you become closer to who you are as a person. I think when you're on stage, long, the longer you do it, when you're first starting. It's great to get those laughs, but then you're kind of like, oh, you're really, you're not really who you are yet. Even you might be really funny, you're not quite who yeah. you are yet, and that takes time, I think. So for me, when I think about pretend, I think about when I first started. I like, man, I wasn't really who I was. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, doing yeah. whatever I could, people pleasing a little bit and showing my feet to people. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> He's got to let that shit go. Um, <laughs> it's going to be on John's tombstone. <laughs> oh, I thought this was like a Zoom, Zoom therapy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's a great point, too, about the comedy, right? Because I remember when I first started, I was accused of basically, and I was rec- recognized that I was performing. You know what I mean? Like I was more of a performer as, a, as opposed to just bullshit, right? Like I'm performing shit, you know, which was interesting, very uh, similar. And uh, all right, Jim, the last, uh, your last question is dancer. Ooh, dancer. Um, 
yeah, I'm a horrible dancer, man. But I met a, a, this, oh, I met this old guy at the bar. I was with my daughter at um, Dan Tana's. You been there? Old time bar on just below Sunset next to Santa Monica. That it's a lot of a lot of showbiz people, famous people come through. I sat next to this guy that was 80 years old, and we talked for a while. And I wish I remembered his name. And but he was a dancer uh, on Broadway and everywhere else his whole life. And he's just this fit, old, fun, healthy guy having a drink at the bar at 80. And uh, he just had this energy. So, you know, dancers, dancers are so athletic. Oh my God. Right. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. think, I would never would have thought you would have said an 80 year old man for dancer. I, I just, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's wild, the, man. Like, yeah. Like I remember that conversation and my daughter was with me and, you know, it was just a great time. And um, he might not have been 80, 75, but it was, I don't know if you've been to Dantana's, but it's great to go. There's usually something, you know, ran into T.I. and Tiny last time we were there. And I've seen people walk out. It's a local, and I'm always, I'm always careful. Like, I don't belong here, but I'm just going to sit and observe, have dinner, sit at the bar. And uh, met a great guy that night. And he reminded me of, uh, you know, Fred Astaire, one of those guys, like old school dancer, just right. fit. And flexible, which I'm neither. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a good memory. Thanks. For that. Yeah, I like yeah you got it. That's the, that's the idea of our segment, uh, let's associate uh, words and phrases that bring up all kinds of things, right? And uh, yeah. where we're going, <clears throat> what we do. But uh, that's all we have time for here on the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. And I thank, uh, of course, Jim Barnes and John Wynn for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having us. Uh, Thanks great. for having us, Doug. Appreciate it, bud. You got it. <clears throat> and by the way, Jim, what's coming up? You want to plug? Uh, Thursday night, JH Comedy in Lancaster at Big Shots Bar and Grill. I do John's show at Pocock in a few weeks. Um, heading out on a cruise Saturday, write jokes every morning, drink my ties, hit the sauna, repeat. Nice. Nice plan. Johnny? Uh, you know, I run a weekly show at a place in Santa Clarita every Tuesday night. And then, uh, I kind of, kind of a light calendar, man, to be honest, November, I got a couple of, uh, headlining dates, which is cool, but like, you know, a weeknight off nights and stuff like that, but, uh, kind of, kind of hopefully getting everything ready. I'm trying to put a big run together. I'll probably be in Florida in January doing a little run. So that's kind of the goal right now. So, but yeah, awesome. not, nothing major coming up. Awesome. Well, let me know if you're going to be oh, there in uh, February. But if you're going to be there in February, I can Maybe. have you uh, do Tabellinos and uh, and Club Bremen on Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. So oh, you do oh, right. you're doing two places. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Doug, I'm right here listening to you book John. I'm just right. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'd love to book you, Jim, but I'd hate you run out of town to go fuck some little your Russian hooker dancer and stripper, uh, you know, and miss my gig. Uh, you know, it's hard to change your stripes, no, buddy. Learn that. That was stripes. one of your questions. I learned. I learned from that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. By all means, uh, you know, if you're, if you're happy to want to come to Florida, you'd be definitely getting the same spot as yeah. John, uh, first rider refusal. Yeah. Uh, but stick around for a second. You guys want him to say goodbye to everybody, but, uh, Hey, that's it. That's another wrap up show. We appreciate you guys sticking around. We didn't uh, have a couple shows for a couple weeks. I was traveling. Uh, but I believe we'll be back next week with an all new show. And if you are in the Detroit area in, uh, Michigan, I will be at Mark Ridley's comedy castle this Thursday through Saturday come out go to dougiealmeda.com for more dates aside from that god bless you guys live your day like it's your last enjoy be respectful add value to everybody's life but yours and uh, don't be so critical life's tough see you next time here at the same spot